Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. (laughs) (laughs) Today's episode of The Other Stories is... The Wanderer, written by Greg Wilson and narrated by Justin Fife. I am known by many names on many worlds, but you may call me Count. The visitor was tall and thin with golden hair and eyes like a glacier. Despite his adolescently smooth skin, something in his countenance was ancient. His black attire was well cut, of a luxurious material, yet still subtle, giving it a simple look from afar. You're the most welcome guest I've had in some time, Emperor Eben Elytros said. Everything was gold. The path meant for walking was smooth and shiny. Everywhere else was encrusted with vasted jewels of every color. The Emperor has ruled one billion planets for thousands of years. He looked like every other man that glutted on wealth and time. He was ridiculously fat with shoulders for a droop, the jowly face of a haggard hunting hound, and wrinkly spotted flesh. His posture was poor, his gait was worse, and his eyes were as tired as time itself. The emperor was equally adorned in gold from crown to toe. I was wondering when we'd meet, the count said. Hi, man. In need of your services, Count. Emperor, 
You've done quite well with your genetics and cloning programs over the millennia. We've tried to lead the way. Your pharmaceutical and surgical efforts surpass those of every other empire, the Count said. None of it seems to be working anymore. My scientists don't know why. I've heard, Emperor. The surgeries fail. My bodies no longer respond to the medicines. There's been more than one blunder with consciousness transfer. You must be frustrated. Everything and everyone are working against me. I see, Emperor. Can you help me count? I'm not sure that even I can keep you alive forever. How much longer, Count? I just need peace of mind so that I can get back to work. Could we possibly sit? The Count asked. I apologize for my manners, Count. I'm just so eager for a solution. It drives you. You can't see anything else. Exactly. You understand. Too well, Eben. I'll have a table brought in, Eben said. The table was hewn from a sapphire slab. It was the deepest of blues. Its edges were lined with an intricate gold inlay that matched smooth carafes full of fine wine. They sipped from heavy goblets fashioned from the crowns of rulers past. You've grown an impressive empire. If I give you more time, what will you do with it? The chairs were of similar splendor. They're fashioned from an exotic and instinct dark wood inlaid with gold and tufted with plush azure cushioning. Count, there's so much to be done. I can't allow something as plebeian as old age hinder me. Even, you remind me of a client on a fairly insignificant world long ago, Zeus. I know the one. Anti-aging began there. He thought himself immortal. But I'll tell you a secret, Eben. Please, do count. This wine is very good. How old is it? The count said. Uh, a few centuries. It's lovely. Thank you. You were saying uh, about the secret. Oh, yes. Immortality. It's a fallacy. The Count allowed that to settle. He continued. But that wasn't his only misconception. Do, do tell, even said. Let's just say it wasn't the first time I held court while someone else sat the throne. Even pondered what that could mean. How old are you, if I may? Even asked. I'll try to take a not-too-long road to explain. You have one billion habitable worlds in your empire? A few more, Count. How many could you have, Even? Theoretically, another five billion, Even said. The entire galaxy... Yes, Count. Theoretically, my empire, if I were concerned with such things, 
wouldn't be five billion planets. It would be an exponentially greater number of galaxies. I don't measure time geologically or even astronomically. I measure it in universe cycles. Ah, oh, you a god. That's such a petty concept. You're closer to a god than I am. What are you? I'm part of the universe itself. What is it you seek, Count? Who, what do you collect? Order, the Count said. The Count pulled from somewhere a plum-colored pouch, removing a purple glass orb filled with swirling, vibrant vapor. Is that a crystal ball? Even asked. It is. It could be many other things. A mirror, a reflective pool, a data pad even. But this is my favorite. What does it do, Count? It shows things. Far away, long ago. What could be what one wants. Its limits are few. What do you wish to show me? Many things. But I'm more concerned with how you'll respond to seeing them. Where shall we begin? Your many wives, children, families, people you've hurt, people you knew, people you didn't. I'd rather not. It's part of the process, Emperor. Let's begin with your first wife. She's lovely, the Count continued. She was for a time, even said. I think the loveliest of all your women. She was. You weren't born into wealth. You took it. Started with borrowing her money. She was there in the beginning when you were nothing but an overgrown, ambitious child. What happened? I outgrew her. You grew tired of her. Perhaps she thought at some point she wouldn't have to keep up. Even, why were you afraid to stop? I... I don't know, Count. The Emperor didn't like where this was going. He stared blankly as if looking not at the sphere, but through it. Unsure of how long he sat there. Eben, listen. In old age, nothing stings like a mirror. Some are made of glass, showing on lines and wrinkles. Some are faces, the faces of those around us. Those show us our soul. Not all mirrors are the same, yet they all show us our defects. It's why you hated those closest to you. You saw them in reflections of your failures. The Count stood to pour more wine. Thank you, even said. We'll need another bottle or two, Emperor. Indeed, Count. There's a reason your efforts no longer prevail. The Emperor came to life. D tell me. Me, even. You... But why? If a person were poison, it would be you, the Count said. The Emperor slumped like a disgraced child. What do you mean to do to me, Count? Sit up. You look like an idiot. 
even huffed. <laughs> Fine. Even. I take it you've studied every corner of history regarding aging. I have, even said. Your fate will be that of Tithonius, mixed with Dorian Gray. You'll live a very long time, but not in youth like the former. And the latter, even asked, an honest appraisal of your truest self. You'll be stuck in what feels like forever, with your failures and frustrations, forced to endure them in a mirror. What will become of me, Count? An emperor unmade, stripped and bare, in an inescapable naked honesty, not youthful, but useless, the Count said. This is punishment, Eben said. This is order, Eben. I could have you killed, Eben said desperately. That would imply that I'm alive. Eben tried to ignore that. How long will this last, Count? Long enough to feel the pain of those you've hurt with interest added. What will it be like? Eben asked. Let's see what your crystal ball shows. Who is that person, Count? Person might be a stretch. She's an associate. Is that... You recognize it, even. The very table we drink at. That visibly made the Emperor's skin crawl. The strange lady of burnt umber skin and nearly orange-amber eyes seemed harder than muscle and bone. She appeared carved, not born. A perfectly contoured death machine with a hunter's gaze and teeth on an unnatural edge. She wore tight leather from head to toe, the color of dried blood. The hall was coated in dark stone, as if the room itself were now the inside of a well-worn furnace. Her armamentum contained an endless array of blades, whips, and restraints, along with all their cousins. She selected a fine blade, thin with an ivory handle. She methodically cut the buttons of his robes away, tossing them in a carafe, each ringing in the inside as they settled. She set that instrument aside and selected a pair of heavily serrated shears. With the care of a seamstress, she cut the armholes, leaving his robe underneath like a blanket. He lay there in his undergarments and slippers as she walked to the far wall. There she would grip a large lever and pull it. This activated a mechanism in the ceiling. I'll be crushed, Eben thought, but he wasn't. The panel lowered wasn't a portion of the ceiling, but a mirror. She let him there for quite a time. Slowly, his fatness wasted away. He was all loose skin sunken in with muscles atrophied and an absurd amount of hair in the weirdest places. She grabbed a collar and fixed his neck in place, followed by forcing a funnel into his mouth. She cracked his crystal ball like an egg and poured the contents down his throat. The mirror lit up with lifetimes of memories. He clenched his eyes shut. She spoke her first words. Would you prefer to keep your eyelids? In one hand, she held an ugly sister of a scalpel, and the other, a lightly barbed hook. Oh, heavens, yes, yes, Evan cried. She shrugged and sat the blade down. 
Phew, he thought, letting out a sigh of relief. But then he tensed up as he opened his eyes and saw the barbed hook edging towards them. Eben squeamed uselessly under the tension of his restraints. In a very practiced motion, she hooked an eyelid as his back arched in terror. Then the other. She tied a surgical thread to the hook. She pulled it taut enough to force his eyelids back and fixed the thread to a metal eyelid mounted behind his head. He watched in horror. He watched in shame. Men, women, children, families, worlds. He saw the blood, the destruction, the depravity, all of it. Make it stop. Emperor, I've hardly begun. Please, madam. <laughs> Let's go back. Look how handsome you were. Even without your later wealth, everyone had their eyes on you. She left the room and let him sulk in the envy of youth. Now, for the important part, she said. It was his first wife, Letta. Her? Again? He even asked. You wronged her more than anyone. Did I? You built your fortune on her back. I provided for her. You tortured her, much the way I torture you now. I never did this to her. This is how she felt every day. How long did she endure it? I'm a terrible person. I did terrible things. I get it. Not yet. But you will. You coward. You fat walrus of a weasel. What is it you think I'm afraid of? He asked. Your conscience. Especially where your family's concerned. You used and discarded them. It's why you can't stop working. It distracts you. Also, yourself. Has a man ever hated himself more? It's why you can't stop collecting wealth. It gives you a sense of worth. But it fades quickly. Hence the billion worlds that began with a simple business. A business you began with your wife's money. What were you before that? Nothing, he murmured. Wrong. You were a human. Now you're just a monster. Pathetic. Lonely. Afraid. Damn it all, Count. I've seen enough. Well, Eben, the Count said. That was horrid, Eben said. A fraction of your overdue recollections and reflections. How much longer would it have gone on, Count? That was but one wife. You've had many. Then there are children. And others. What's the point of it? Is it hell? Even asked. Another misconception of a shallow mind. Hell is your own concoction. Explain. <laughs> You've never stopped working. But if you did but a second, your thoughts tortured you. But you can't outrun introspection for eternity. What's next, Count? The way forward is backwards. 
and the way beyond is inward. I don't understand. Of course not, you're an imbecile. But you will. I can be different, better, even pleaded. History is not on your side. Let loose the spell you have on my anti-aging programs. I can change, even said. It would take many lifetimes of selflessness to balance your wrongs. Please, anything but this. Most likely, you'll get both outcomes. That blank, childish expression returned. Eben half nodded. Don't lose hope, Eben. Hope for what, Count? That some glimmer of a grain of this will stay with you on your next time through. And you'll embrace what really matters, the Count offered. There's a next time then, he even asked, if you're lucky. Anything else, Count? Even I have learned but one real truth in my time. What is that? Only the universe goes on. The harsh, leather-clad lady from the crystal ball entered. I'll leave you to it, the Count said. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. The Wanderer was written by Greg Wilson, narrated by Justin Fife, edited by Carl Hughes of music by Daniel Birch and Tom Robson, and sound effects provided by freesound.org. The episode illustration was provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. A quick thanks to our community managers Joshua Boucher and Jasmine Arch, and to Carolyn O'Brien for helping with our submission reading, and of course to Ben Errington for tearing our social media souls apart, all for filling out an interdimensional Google form. Greg Wilson is a writer and dentist in Western Tennessee where he lives with his wife and when he isn't drilling your teeth he sets them on edge with stories of noir, mystery, thriller and light horror. <laughs> Justin Fife is a voice actor and podcaster and you can follow him on Twitter at Justin B. Fife. The Jewish Stories is a production of the Story Studio Hawk and Cleaver and is brought to you with a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. Until next time. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? 
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.